Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You want to look good in your underwear and be comfortable, right? But that perfect balance is hard to find. Don't sacrifice style or comfort. Check out Me Undies. August is National Underwear Month, and to celebrate, Me Undies is making it easier than ever to try the world's most comfortable underwear by giving you a risk-free guarantee. All National Underwear Month long. If you don't love your Me Undies, they're free. Me Undies are made from Lensing Micromodal, a sustainably sourced, naturally soft fabric that's proven to be three times softer than cotton. Micromodal is an all-natural, breathable, eco-friendly fabric extruded from Austrian beech trees that actually inhibits odor. No stinky undies, just soft, cool, and cozy me undies. Me undies are the ultimate feel-good undies for when you want to feel naked but not actually be naked. All National Underwear Month long, you can feel them for yourself, risk-free. It's simple. If you don't love your MeUndies, they're free. Now until August 31st, get 20% off your first pair, plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash blog talk. That's MeUndies.com slash blog talk. MeUndies.com slash blog talk. Blog Talk Radio. about 
Hi, this is Michael Fordham, and you're listening to Turn It Up, our newest show featured on A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com. Turn It Up is all about independent recording artists of all kinds, R&B, rap, jazz, neo-soul, rock, gospel, country, or any random genre you can think of. Turn It Up is here to feature and help independent artists by giving you an opportunity to be heard on live radio and share your music across the globe and take your talents to the next level. By showcasing new music, sharing studio recording tips and tricks to help make your track stand out like the pros, and industry information to help you choose the right path and keep you in the game. Every week we bring you new artists, industry insiders, and fresh new tracks you won't be able to hear anywhere else. The truth is, if you're an independent artist trying to make it in the music biz, you need all the help you can get. So stop procrastinating, get your demos together, and get ready to turn it up. If you're listening on blogtalkradio.com or even the Blog Talk Radio Play or my Facebook page, this is your time to call in live. So give us a call, 347-326-9470. Or if you like, you can tweet your questions and comments at twitter.com slash a measure of truth. Or message me on Facebook and give me the last four digits of your phone number, and I'll be sure to punch you in when I see you on the switchboard. But you can't get friends benefits if we're not connected. So if you haven't yet, look me up on Facebook. I'm the Michael Fordham with a photo of me in studio, and you can always email me your questions and comments at a measure of truth at gmail.com. We've got an awesome show for you today. We'll be right back after this. Wow, Truth Seekers, we got a great one for you today. We are doing a show directly live from the Indie Entertainment Summit in Los Angeles, California. We've got a number of special guests we want to have on, and we're just running on live wire right now because we, we're actually doing this from a live show. So we've got someone helping us out, handling the talent, and just helping us to um, get a, a bird's eye view of what's going on out there. Uh, Maurice, are you there? We've got our special guest on who's been our um, point guy here in L.A., Maurice. Welcome to Turn It Up. Yes, sir. How y'all doing today? It's a blessed, beautiful day out here on the West Coast. Oh, man. So tell us what's going on out there in L.A. Oh, we definitely got the International, the Independent Entertainment Summit here. It's the sixth annual out here in Los Angeles, California, North Hollywood, out here live right now. Oh, that's awesome, man. And, you know, Turn It Up is all about independent artists. So we're real excited about this, you know, because, um, you know, it's independent artists are all of a sudden going mainstream. man. So just tell us what people can expect there at the event. Oh, yes, sir. It's just a, a basically a uh, national event for many independent artists and rising stars to come out and showcase their talent, learn industry knowledge, uh, concepts with uh, managers, label representatives, just everything, man, from, from rock to pop. We do the urban honors, and they also do the rock honors. So it's a four-day event, August the 9th through the 12th, that just basically elevates your career on all aspects as far as the business and the actual musical side as well. Wow, wow. So a lot of people missed out on this, and they're just hearing about it for the first time. How does one get registered for this? Okay, yes, sir. I know my artist, he was selected here. They actually previewed his music online on certain sites such as Reverb Nation and other sites mm-hmm. that participate. But also, too, you can go to IndieEntertainmentSummit.com, and I know Mr. J, the executive director, will have more information on that as we speak to him. Okay, awesome, awesome. Who's the first artist you're going to bring to the mic? Okay, yes, it is one of our artists here directly working with 8AM Exposure. He goes by the name of Kid, that's K-Y-D, 
directly from De Quincey, Louisiana. So he's all the wow. way out here on the West Coast with me performing live tonight as well as other nights. Oh, man. All right. So, um, Kid, are you on? Oh, yeah, welcome, to, welcome to Turn It Up. Look, man, I heard, man, on the moon, man. It's pretty smooth, man. I love that. You have a you have a very unique thank you, sound. Thank you. thank you. I appreciate that, sir. Yeah, yeah. So um, is this your first big venue? And uh, just tell us a little bit about how long you've been doing this and um, what this event means to you today. All right, well, I've been doing music since I was about in about sixth grade, just freestyling with my friends at school and stuff, you know, making beats on tables and stuff like that. But as far as mm. the industry goes, um, I really started uh, – Really started in the industry about five months ago. Me and LT linked up through uh, making a magazine. Um, and uh, from there on, he booked me my first show, South by Southwest, and I was performing out there for three nights wow. in Austin, Texas. And then I went to North Carolina and performed at the AM Exposure Festival and then turned around and went to Denver right after that and went to the Coast to Coast Live in Denver, Colorado at the Roxy Theater. So um, those are the major uh, events that I did and uh, performed that and Wow, so this is pretty new to you. Just five months, man. You are blowing up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's all about the work. You put the work in. You know, I was always taught you put 110% in, that's what you're going to get back. So that's what I'm trying to do, sir. I hear you. Now, um, you know, a lot of independent artists have not um, sort of found their niche. So I, I know you've been working at this for a while. What was different? Because a lot of people don't know when they're in the right spot. They don't understand where all of a sudden things are going right as opposed to the hard work they've been putting in before. H- how did you understand at this point that you had hooked up with the right folks and you were on your way? Um, Really, it was – I'm a big man on um, you practice what you preach. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, actions speak louder than words. So – you know, a person could tell you anything, everything, any and everything under the sun, you know? And right. I'm the type of person, I'll be like, yeah, whatever, show me what you're talking about. And when you show me, that's what's going to stand out more than anything you can tell me. So I've been working with uh, LT, and he's been showing me everything. And like I said, he's been showing more than he's been telling me. You know, so, <laughs> and everybody that I work with, everybody that I work with, you know, if you can't tell, if you can't show me nothing, but you're telling me everything, I don't even want to work with you because you, because you're wasting my time. And Mr. Bonner, also as well, uh, LT's mentor, he, uh, you know, he told me some things and showed me some things that I needed to do. And it also elevated my career in a very, very fast fashion. So that's 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 what I based it upon. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it's all about getting to where you need to be, where you can do you. And it's all about you (laughs) as opposed to someone else trying to tell you whether or not you've arrived or not. Right. And so you really feel that you're at the, point now where your talent's going to pretty much take you where you need to go um i'm not even, well my talent i know i know my talent is good enough but i know it's all about business you know some people Absolutely. have mediocre uh talent but have great business and their music will get out before the person with the best music because their business is off so my remaining right. focus is really getting getting this business together because um like i play football you know what i'm saying and my coach always told me football is 10 percent mental i mean 10 percent physical 90 percent mental you know what i'm saying so I'm right. trying to put all this all this business together, this ninety percent this business. So this ten percent, I already got that. I got my ten percent. Right. So I need to get this ninety. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and and that's really words of wisdom there because a lot of folks think it's all about just what I said, the talent. But you say it's about the business. Yes, sir. Oh man. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, I can't even tell how old you are, but um, I guess you're a young guy in this business, and you've come up in this social media climate. Um, so 
when you were on the grind and you were doing this on your own, uh, what were you doing with your hustle before you got to this point? Um, really, uh, I just I was you know a mechanic by trade, a carpenter by trade, and I uh, did dinners in the neighborhood and stuff like that. And so dinners to the uh, kid, you know, around my neighborhood, cut kids' hair and stuff like that. You mm. know, just just really uh, been all around, you know, citizen of my neighborhood, taking care of my neighborhood, and my neighborhood took care of me. Wow. And so how were you discovered? Uh, really, um, just making a magazine. I put um, my music on there, and uh, mm-hmm. and they shot out an email blast, and LT ended up in my emails. And he was one of the first people to email me back and hit me back. So I started working with him, first come, first serve. And like I said, from the, from the jump, he showed me what he was going to do instead of telling me what he was going to do. Wow, man, that's awesome. And what a great story. Well, you know, um, you're about to go on. What time are you going on tonight? Um, Between 10.30 and 11. Oh, okay. I'm a, All right. I'm going to be at the club, club Zen. It's actually owned by uh, Tisha Campbell. So. Oh, wow. And um, tell us um, how people can um, hear your music and also connect with you. Give us your social media, too, before we let you go. All right. Well, if you want to catch me on Twitter, it's young, Y-U-N-G. Kid, K-Y-D, 420. And if you want to catch me on Instagram, it's K-Y-D, Cloud Surfer. Okay. And then uh, Facebook, it's uh, K-Y-D, Kid. Oh, all right. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks, Kid. You know, um, we want to have you on again where we can just do um, a music showcase. That's generally what we do, but we also all all about the industry information as well, man. And I really appreciate you, someone who's so young in the industry, but still had a lot of knowledge and wisdom to share with all of the independent artists out there that are still on the grind. And just appreciate you, man. You have a good show tonight. And um, hopefully we'll be connecting with you again and we can just, you know, have you on, talk a little bit and just listen to some tracks. Sure, no problem. I'll be I'll be willing, you know, at any time. Just let me know. Yeah, as, as a matter of fact, since we do have Man on the Moon, and we're going to put that on later, just give me an intro for that anyway. Oh, okay. All righty. Well, it's your boy, Key. You heard me? My uh, song, Man on the Moon. Y'all check it out. Take off, has happened. I roll up a whole zipper, take off like Zoom. Now I'm chilling with the man on the moon. Now I'm chilling with the man on the moon. Now I'm chilling with the man on the moon.
I'm with the stars, you see me shining complete It's hard to hate when you beneath Seeking for straight greatness Jordan the six ring team Or maybe I'm Usain Bolt in the competition with six in a throw Stay in your lane or body bag Snuggle your fame Feeling my pain, you grooving the fool And I got hitters on both sides Now believe your girl lies I live by respect till I die No misspoken, no misfortune Naping your golden child Misfit tight in them jeans I make a get wild Blast off and sniff Stick to the cold Don't feel remorse Be living above the law Check it out, iTunes, and purchase it, you know, and let me know what it is. Shout out to <laughs> NAM. All right. Well, all right, kid. But look, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate you taking time out, man, and uh, we hope to hear from you again real soon. All right. No problem. Appreciate you, Mr. Mike. All righty. Okay. Maurice, you still there? Yeah, okay, I'm back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All that right, was kid right. right there. Yeah, definitely putting it down out here. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And to hear somebody so young in the industry, man, I mean, you guys can pick up and run with somebody. So tell us a little bit about how you guys find your artists and how you process them, because, you know, the whole game has changed now, you know, and, um, you know, I, I hadn't talked to someone who's really doing what you guys are doing, which is almost like A&R for an independent artist. Is that right? Oh, wow. Well, yeah, true. I mean, basically, if you want to want to classify it that way, I just call it just musical consulting here, just basically getting these artists where they need to go. And that's basically it. But definitely something similar to doing A&R work. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people in the music industry back in the 80s thought that had died and just backed out. And um, it seems like you guys have found a, a niche market in this and still helping people through this process. And um, just tell us a little bit about um, your your position in all of this and how do you sort of title yourself in doing what you do now? Oh, definitely. Yes. I classify my services. I'm a musical consultant, but I started off as an artist myself just back in the North Carolina area myself. Mm-hmm. In 2012, mm-hmm. when I met my mentor, Mr. Sean Bonner, just long story short, from there, you know, keeping God first, of course, from there, Mr. Bonner, he showed me no smoking, no drinking, just hard work, dedication, and put me on these uh, tour shows. I had to work, work my way up, had to be in the gym, had to, man, it, long nights, early mornings. I'm sure you know about that being mm-hmm. in your position. But, uh, but just furthermore, I came from that point to seeing the struggle, seeing the grind of going through kind of people who take advantage of you or people right. who really don't want to help you and having to work so hard to, to wanting to give artists an avenue to avoid that, you see. So that's mm-hmm. where my position came in to give, hey, 8 a.m. exposure. This is the platform that will elevate you not only from your local area like kid down in Louisiana, but nationally, from North Carolina to Denver to New York to Mississippi, we have artists, to Texas, now L.A. So you see, it's basically just elevating artists based on what the work they put in, exactly how I had to do. 
except on a more hands-on level, artist development, basically. Right. So, so give some of our listeners, a, you know, an insight. You know, how is it that a lot of people are being taken advantage of in the industry now? What are the mistakes that they're making in the beginning, trying to find somebody, you know, to hitch their the wagon to, so to speak, and you know, really try to make ways where there were no ways before. Well, honestly, those contracts, those contracts, Mike, that's the way they get these mm-hmm. young artists. They're they're so it's like, you know, seeing something that shines but it's not gold. It's not it's not a diamond. It's just a, a piece of work to lock you in. So you see these artists they they're just happy to sign a piece of paper but they don't know what they're signing. So where I come in, you definitely we do we do business here. I show you the the legal side. I show you the business aspect, show you about your copyrights. Your uh your single registrations, your uh PROs, your organizations you register your music with, things of that nature. I show you how to make real money, your royalties with that, and then you execute. And it's all like like artist kid just said, it's all on the artist. How how bad do they want it? Do they really? Is this just a hobby or is this a lifestyle? So you see, with that being said, that's how they take advantage. But that's how we defeat that in 8 a.m. exposure. Yeah, and I hear something, too, that's a key indicator as well is, you know, they give you enough that it's up to you to make it happen. You're not just that's sitting it. around waiting for them to make it happen for you. They do their part, and then you have to do your part. And I guess if you ever find yourself in a situation where, you know, they're they're doing everything and you always call them saying what's, what's next and, you know, and, and you don't know what the next step is and you're not part of the plan, then you know you're not in a good situation. That's right. That's right. That's right. Mm. But see that, and that's the reason why I, I do tell artists as well, they have to educate themselves. I do give them the tools and everything, but also as well, they do have, we push hard work, research. What do you do in the time that we're not talking? What do you do? Mm. That shows discipline. That shows really the growth, the time that we're not consulting or not putting you on events. What are you, are you really researching? Are you taking what I said and applying it? Or are you just hearing me and just wanting a handout? You see, this is not a government program. It's not an assistant program. You can't go put in the application, I want to be a rapper or a star, and then we'll call you back in two weeks. It's not how it works, you see. Mm-hmm. So I tell that. Most people won't tell them that. They say, yeah, you can be a star. I'll make you a star and just get the money, you see. But that's not how we do. So, yes, sir, Mike. Wow. That's wow. it. And, you know, and it's good because there are a lot of independent artists that are coming up. I mean, a lot of talented people. Ooh. And, you know, when this first happened, you know, I said to myself, man, wow, there's Reverb, there's SoundCloud. There's, you know, back in mm. the day there was even um, MySpace. And, you know, people were getting out there and, and making it for themselves without having to go and ask the permission from the man sitting behind the desk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm to qualify and validate them as a talented individual. They could just get out there and see if people like what they hear. Saying that's the way it should be. People ought to hear your music oh, and make sure. a decision for themselves. And if they like it and they buy it, you know, you should, you know, come up as an artist just that way, just from pure exposure. It should all be organic. And, you know, when people um, buy your music and support what you're doing, then you you find your audience that way. A lot of times, too, you could go into a, an office and they say, well, you should be doing this kind of music, and they could try to change you. And you never really know if what you were doing from the very beginning was what people would like to hear as well. So, you know, give me a heads up, and um, I, I'm, I'm looking to see when Jay will be able to come on board and talk with us as well. 
Yes, sir, and I'm getting him right now. If I, okay. I got to go right. right here at the next venue, like I mentioned, of course, this is a, a it's a multi venue <laughs> event, if you will, and they're spread yeah, all out. The so what's the layout like? Yes, Tell sir. us what it's like. I mean, how how is it? Is it like a bunch of different clubs on the street, or is it a big concert hall with separate um, areas? What's it like there? It's it's just many many venues and and aspects here within the the north side of Hollywood in LA. Mm-hmm. It's basically different venues. It's like an itinerary. Basically, uh, you sign up, you register, or you get chosen, and then you get the itinerary for Wednesday through Saturday there that features events starting at 10 a.m. all the way to 6 p.m. intermission, then 7 to 10:30 at night the performance segment. So it's basically seminars, exposés, workshops, development, mm. management, film. It's just everything you can imagine from music to technology to movies to film, whatever, you know, your your niche is. It's here and mm-hmm. it's spread out across Lancashire Boulevard on the north side of Hollywood. Wow, that's awesome. So there are people there that are just coming um, actually to to view the event then there are people who are industry folks, and then there are artists and talent as well, all mixed up together. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just artists and everyone out here, models, artists, DJs, engineers, it's mm. going down. Yes, sir. All of this was put together by Jay? Yes, sir. That's Jay Worsinski. He's on on the way coming up. I'll have to go down the block here and meet up okay. with Jay, and we'll do that interview promptly. That's, that's him, executive director. All right. Been doing awesome. this about 40 years. Work with the couple. Yeah. I'll let him explain, but started with NWA and Tupac and Janet Jackson, U2, mm-hmm. just to name a few. So I'll let him elaborate. Now, another thing we can do too, Maurice, is, um, you know, and I hope we can do this in the future, some of these artists, we can get them on down the road and do, you know, the regular music showcase that I do for Turn It Up, and, you know, the standard show. Uh, no problem. I mean, like I said, Mike, whenever any event that's upcoming, we're we're here, and I have many artists state to state uh, ready to mm-hmm. put the work in the future. Yeah, and and the way we do it is is um, we do a show in a general format, showcase their music, and every time you call me and tell me that they've got something coming up, we can re-air the show. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I stepped in this venue here. Give me one moment. And that's how we can do it. I, I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Yeah. Stay in there. One moment. Come on, Mike. Yeah. Hey, Maurice. Yes, sir. I'm back. Yes, sir. I have the man of the hour right here with me. Jay Warzynski grew up in a world surrounded by music and the arts. He started as a musician at the age of six in England in 1964 during the birth of the British invasion and rock and roll. Turning pro by 1969 while living in a musically rich environment in Texas, he moved over to the business side, representing artists and creators by 1973. His 40 years of credits and experiences since read like a who's who in the industry. Jay being part of launching such legendary artists as U2, Dr. Dre, Metallica, Eminem, ACDC, Tupac, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Snoop Dogg, Black Eyed Peas, The Clash, Madonna, Van Halen, Little Wayne, The Police, Fuji's, Guns N' Roses, N.W.A., The Ramones, 
Ice Cube, Black Flag, Wu-Tang Clan, Motley Crue, Janet Jackson, Sublime, Cash Money, and many more. At the forefront of the music and entertainment industry for over four decades, Jay is considered a top expert in marketing and breaking entertainment and has delivered the keynote or featured speaker at over 500 industry conventions, conferences, seminars, and special events. But with a rapidly changing industry, most heavily independent and entrepreneurial, he envisioned a bold new conference like no other, 100% indie-oriented and based on expanding collaborations and businesses across all popular forms of entertainment. Music, movies, TV, comedy, DJs, acting, and dance. All in the true entertainment capital of the world, Los Angeles, in the most vibrant arts area of Southern California, the NoHo Arts District in North Hollywood. Jay's vision has become a reality with IES, the Indie Entertainment Summit, with rave reviews, unending testimonies from industry and attendees from across the country and around the world. A growing management team of industry leaders and innovators decided to build and maintain the greatest event for the future of independent entertainment worldwide. Jay Warzynski, welcome to Turn It Up. It's my pleasure. We are here in the first day of IES 2017, and what a spectacular day so far. We're not even near finished. Yeah. You know something, Jay? You have a really interesting story. Um, you know, there are a lot of people in the industry who did not change with the industry, and you've been in this thing from the very beginning, and you got a new bright idea to put this conference together and just tell us a little bit about the need for this type of conference and your whole vision for starting something like this. Well, you know, I've seen more changes in the last five years in the industry than the 50 before it. So not only is it very important for us veteran executives to be able to morph and transition to develop, you know, into today's new technologies and, and new paradigms, but for artists coming up today, it's uh, so important to really be able to, you know, have the kind of access, knowledge that's important. You know, we have uh, essentially a business that's changing by the minute, so I wish mm-hmm. we could hold the Indie Entertainment Summit like every week or every month, but obviously to put on a big global conference like this, it takes all year to do it. And it's unrealistic for people to travel out of town, you know, uh, that often. But, you know, that's how fast the industry is changing. I mean, I get up early in the morning, jump on a computer, and I see every day companies going under, companies being launched, companies being merged, new technologies being created, new platforms being perfected. So it's really, you know, a, such a fast-moving, changing industry that, you know, it's, it's more needed than ever before. But, uh, you know, it's the little that we can do to help aspiring artists and entrepreneurs and executives really make the most of their talent and their passions. So what did the other people in the industry think of you when you decided to stay in and do what you're still doing in an amazing way and turn the corner where others couldn't, you know, because – I know in our people, people in the music industry who have seen these changes and felt like technology has just moved them out. And um, why did you see it a little differently? 
Well, you know, I I always been very independently minded, and mm. back in the seventies when the whole kind of DIY kind of punk rock alternative scene, you know, sprung up. And it, it had been like that in the fifties and the sixties too. But a lot of the big companies started buying each other out. You know, CBS Records became Sony, and you know, Polygram Records got merged into Universal, and you know the. So I was always very independent, but a lot of my peers worked for these big companies, and they were they were little cubicles that only knew how to do one part of the puzzle. I right. myself, I always pride myself in being like vertically integrated. You know, coming mm. from being a musician and artist myself into working into promotions, working into distribution, and working into running labels and companies. To me, it was always the goal to be self-contained and to be as streamlined and vertically integrated as possible. Unfortunately, if you're a cog in the wheel and you're the guy on the GM assembly line and they stop making cars that way, guess what? You're, you know, probably asked out because it's the only way you know how to do anything. So, right. you know, it's really uh, it's an important, you know, uh, mind state to have, and that's to be independent. Wow. And, and that's great. I think you, you brought a, a very uh, important point to light is that, you were doing so much yourself. You knew so many different sides of the business. Then you could still see the big picture as everything changed. Yeah, it, it really is. And, and, and like I say, some can adapt, some can understand. You hear people talking about the 10,000-hour rule that to really begin to master, you know, any craft. And I come from the school of, you know, paying dues and hard knocks, you know, I, mm-hmm. I always say I, I grew up with Midwest values, you know, born in Montana, moved to the East coast, started school first three years over in uh, England. And then, you know, I, I traveled throughout Europe extensively and then moved back to the States in Texas, and Ohio, before I went to college on the Canadian border in Washington state between Vancouver and Seattle. So to me, I had the experience of kind of moving around, seeing different cultures, understanding, basic principles of business. And, you know, I think it, it better prepared me for the entrepreneurial lifestyle. But, you know, for those, like I say, they're just stuck in, you know, the same city doing things the same way forever. You know, I really can't relate to that. And I feel sorry for them because, you know, um, I've seen a lot of people go out of business, you know, in this internet age and, and certainly these big giant companies, the Microsoft and Amazons and Googles and whoever, they put a lot of people out of business. So they obviously mm. could not adapt with the changes and, and, and really do, you know, what was needed to, you know, be a part of uh, progress and, you know, innovation. So to, right. to me, I always tell people, this is the best time to be in it because you can really carve your own niche and create your own destiny, but you have to be ready to work it. Um, this, some of the successful clients, the people I've worked around, like the Tech Nines and the Chance the Rappers and Macklemore's and Chuck D and, you know, uh, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. These, these guys, they, they don't work hard to earn money. They work hard because they love what they do. The money is actually just a byproduct of good people doing good business. Mm. You know, I, I, I feel mm-hmm. sorry that, you know, a lot of youngsters, they, they, they see the trappings of success, you know, with the material stuff, and they think that's what it's all about. And unfortunately, that's a, you know, a, a quick trip to the morgue or, you know, uh, the jail, you know, when, when you know, right. money is your motivator. 
You know, they're, right. they're the great artists of all time didn't do this for the money. They did it for the love of their art and making music. And, you know, all, all the rewards came because people really loved what they did. Yeah, yeah. If you don't love what you do, you don't have a career. You have a job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can safely say I've never had a job in my life. I haven't had a paycheck since the 80s. You know, it's, you know, I've been able to do what I do and love what I do and find a way to make a living at it and move forward. And I always, I always feel I would rather be in that position where I'd be making a little less money but have that freedom and that, that – blue sky of you know any project could take off and i'm not owned or controlled by somebody then to be making a little more money but stuck in a job that is a job that you you know Mm -hmm. you dread monday mornings and you count the minutes till you get off you know what we do is very entrepreneurial it's a 24 7 365 mind state you know Mm -hmm. and some people may call that a workaholic i haven't worked a day in my life you know so how can that be a workaholic (laughs) but you know, I've, I've achieved and, and experienced so many adventures in my life that mm. I look back over my credits and years, and it seems like five lifetimes long. You know, it seems like, wow, yeah. how could any one person, yeah. you know, live through all that? But to me, it's really, um, like I say, once you experience some great adventure or working with mm-hmm. some incredible artists and seeing them succeed, you know, it's in your blood to, to keep it going and help other artists and everything. So. Like I say, to me, this is not hard work. I mean, laying hot tar on a roof of 120-degree weather, that's, that's hard work. But to, to be, you know, working around artists and people that you love, you know, this is not, this is not what I call hard work. I, hats off to all our veterans and our laborers that, you know, make this country strong because, uh, you know, we, we're here to entertain them and hopefully inspire them. And, and, and make this world a better planet in the little ways that we can. And I think music does that. And, you know, in the age of social media, too, where people who are, are so stressed and have high anxiety about just their own personal profiles on social media, you know, music is that thing that, um, you know, is that escape. It's something to take your mind off of, you know, what you're going through in the day and change your mood and your attitude and get you motivated. And uh, it's phenomenal for me because you've been in this industry for so long. And like you said, you've seen so much. Um, how long have you been actually doing this event and what did it take to put something like this together? Because from what I experienced just from hearing Maurice walking around trying to find you, this is a massive event. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm uh, like I said today on stage at IS, I don't remember time without music. I, I remember kind of grooving and reacting, you know, to the music that I, my parents played on their record player when I was in the crib. And mm. when I was five mm. years old, I saw the Beatles and Ed Sullivan show. And I, I saw, yeah. you know, the reaction of the girls screaming and the, and the excitement of this music. And my family moved to England right after that. So during the birth of what they call the British invasion and the birth of, you know, what we call modern rock and roll or, you know, modern music today, you know, I, I, I asked my mother to, you know, uh, to get a guitar. And she said, I will definitely get you a guitar in one condition that you have broad roots and that you play in the school orchestra too. She yeah. said, as long as you're, you're playing and I chose the cello, uh, mm. she said, I'll get you a guitar and you can do your thing. I just don't <laughs> want you to have a limited education. And so I, I blessed my mother for that. And, you know, obviously I didn't stick with the cello for too long, but 
I appreciate stringed instruments and orchestrated mm-hmm. parts mm-hmm. of great songs. You know, you listen to some great pop and soul music of, you know, the yesteryears and there was orchestras and there were violins and cellos. And, you know, so I appreciate that, but I gravitated to guitar, but after 10 years of playing guitar from about six to 16, I said, you know, I, my calling is not to be the player. There's a bigger calling. And if I take what I already know about the, you know, the uh, creative side and push myself to the business side, this could be a really exciting opportunity to represent talent. And that's what I've done for the last 44 years. So to me, you know, part of my plan was to, you know, experience it all. So it's very important for me to be the musician or the artist or the songwriter or the producer or the engineer, because what I do now, if I'm hiring any one of those people, in a sense, I've done their job, even though I may not be at their level. I understand the process, but more importantly, Mm -hmm. I understand the process Mm -hmm. of a creative artist. And that's what I think has best prepared me. Uh, But in my career, especially since 1980, when I moved to LA, I've constantly been, um, you know, an expert in the area of promotion, marketing, and, uh, you know, artist development. And I would always throw my hat in the ring, any seminar or conference or convention to, you know, impart on the talent coming up what I knew about it. But after, again, speaking about five or 600 of those events, I started realizing that, you know, things like South by Southwest were getting very corporate and, some of these events right. like ASCAP Expo only focused on songwriting. I said, mm-hmm. you know, there really needs to be an event that's focused on A to Z. That's, that's you know, the whole independent area of not only music, but film mm-hmm. and TV and touring and technology. Because, you know, any yeah. successful artist in music today really has to get their music into film and TV. they got to be on tour. they got to embrace these technologies. So that's why it's the Indie Entertainment Summit, not the Indie Music Summit. But right. also from there... I realized that, you know, L.A. is the perfect place to do this because unlike Austin or New York or different places, you know, I, I, I know so many people here that I can almost get anybody down for at least an hour to speak on a panel. And at the same time, with Silicon Valley just north and more of the tech companies moving into the Southern California market, we have all the great tech companies. So. Um, hence, we started this in the NoHo Arts District, which is just north of Universal Studios in Hollywood, um, but also next door to Burbank. And a lot of people don't know Burbank is truly the entertainment capital of the world. It's the headquarters of Universal, Warner mm-hmm. Brothers, Disney, mm-hmm. NBC, and ABC. So when you have giant, giant, you know, entertainment media companies right here, it, it provides an opportunity for independence to kind of take a page from their book and kind of create something, you know, new and be, be an alternative to those increasingly corporate type companies. Yeah. And, you know, you're, you're in the midst of so much activity. How, how are you able to even find and pick out um, these artists who are, or well on their way, someone who's really hungry, hungry enough to make it and um, talented enough to, to be able to stand out because there's so many talented artists out there today. Well, like I tell people, it doesn't take a genius to, you know, figure out somebody's talented, but it does take a special talent to know what to do with it and have those yeah. connections and have that expertise and have the passion, the wherewithal to execute a plan. So to me, like I say, 
I, I can look at Sally on the stage or Bobby over here playing an instrument. You know, they're obviously talented, but do you have that gut level instinct where you will sacrifice thousands of hours essentially without getting paid to mm. nurture that talent to potentially be in a position where there might be income? And again, it's not just about the, the dollars, but, you know, for a developing artists, most of them are far from, you know, being in a profit type situation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the hard part is staying put, continuing the grind until you get to where you need to be. Because a lot of times you, you can't control the break, but you can only control your persistence. Yeah. It's really, it's really about, you know, building your instinct. Like Mm. I say, you know, they, they talk about the hair on the, the back of your neck standing up and the goosebumps, you know, mm-hmm. if the music yeah. doesn't move you, I doubt that you could, you know, really convince someone else or stay in it long enough before it ever turned any corner of profitability. So, you know, I, I've always built on my instincts and having worn so many hats in the industry, you know, you kind of build a sixth sense. Not only is that person talented, but where's their mind state? You know, mm. sometimes the most talented people in the world are, are tortured individuals. They, they're yeah. hard to work with. They don't trust anybody. They, mm. you know, they're, they're, they're shy. You know, I worked with, um, you know, Kurt Cobain and, and Nirvana, and he just couldn't handle mm. the, the adulation and all this weirdness that came with becoming popular. And, um, you know, so it's not for everybody, but, you know, to invest the kind of time and ultimately money in anything, you know, um, You've got to you got to have that instinct. Like you will eat, drink, and sleep this artist without pay for thousands of hours. You know, uh, if you believe in them enough. Right, right. And now, an artist, a new artist especially, can always find themselves in the situation where they're just doing their art without getting paid. But what what are some of the identifiers that um, you look for? as an artist to, to understand it. Yeah. You know, here's someone that can really help me. I think I'm on the right path now. How, how do you win these artists over? Especially since you said they have some, so complicated backgrounds. Well, well, number one, I mean, the biggest traits I look for these days is a songwriting ability, a live performance mm. ability, and just a general work ethic and good nature of being able to work with them. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's the first, the first criteria. If you can't get past that, nothing else really, really matters. Um, you know, uh, you, you can only be yourself. I, I, can't, I can't convince somebody to trust me. They just have to get the feeling that I'm genuine, I'm authentic, I've been there and done that, and mm-hmm. that the words I, I am telling them is from the heart, and I believe in it. You know, you really, I can't force anybody to, uh, um, you know, want to do business or, um, you know, believe I'm, I'm the savior. I, if anything, I, I downplay early on that, no, I have no magic wand. I don't have a secret formula. I don't have a rich uncle. This is not a situation where I can spend millions to hopefully make thousands back, you know, so you're pretty, you're pretty much telling them, um, look, I'm here for the right reasons. Um, like to do some business and you just see what organically evolves. If it doesn't click from there, I, I, you know, I'm quick to walk away, not, not in haste or with any attitude. It's just there's too much that you have to sacrifice after that, that if yeah. you're not getting the indicators there, 
mm-hmm. you know, is trying to like convince a wife that wants a divorce to stay with you. She's already asked for a divorce. It's, you know, it's probably, it's probably bad sign. So, you know, it's really, um, it's a people business. It's all about relationships, you know, and more importantly, you know, it's really about having the, um, you know, expertise of knowing what to do and just that gut level instinct of how to, how to navigate essentially without a roadmap. Well, a lot of people have a different way of looking at this, but I'll ask you anyway, I think I know which way you're leaning, but do you think that, um, you know, today's technology and social media, has that hurt the industry or helped it? Well, I always say it's a double-edged sword. And Mm. to be honest with you, um, when I see the advantages of the internet of, uh, having email and websites and Google and social media, I, I embrace those. But I must, and I'm not trying to, you know, uh, hurt anybody's uh, dreams, but it's made it a lot harder because before to be called a, quote, recording artist, you know, you had to have a, a serious, like a real studio and, and, and real expertise and a budget and, you had to, you know, try and get on the radio and into retail shows. Now, almost anybody with a smartphone calls himself a rapper or an artist or a producer. <laughs> so, you know, to to say the competition has increased like a zillionfold is almost uh, barely scraping the surface. So, mm. it's obviously made it a whole lot harder. But I always feel that if it comes down to survival of the fittest. I'm going to win because nobody has the work ethic I have. No one has the longevity that I have. And, and essentially, you, you know, um, if it's going to come down to, you know, maybe, may uh, you know, more determined or, or persevering uh, person win, I, I feel my odds are very strong. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, nothing beats experience in this industry. And, um, you know, you, you can't replace those, hard knock wisdom and, you know, being down the road and making those mistakes and being able to know for sure and getting that feeling in your gut, as you said, when things aren't going the way you need them to, as opposed to just hearing about it and trying to digest information. And there's so much out there. Yeah. Yeah. It it really is. Um, You know, I I wake up every morning like a newborn chick, you know, somebody that knows (laughs) nothing. I'm like a sponge. You know, I, I have all this backlog of information, but I enter every day with that passion, like I'm just being born out of the egg. You know, I'm I'm really just coming into this planet, and you know, I stay humble and hungry. And you know, by the end of the day, I want to add to, you know, the knowledge and the experience and expertise, you know, that I have. And uh, I consider any day a waste, you know, that I haven't grown. No. So tell us a little bit about as an artist coming to this event, um, what they can get out of it. And then as someone who's an industry person who's working in the industry as well, how, how do they benefit from the Indie Entertainment Summit? Well, real simply, you can never have enough expertise, momentum, and opportunities. Never, mm-hmm. ever, ever, ever. So obviously any event that is, you know, to, to me it's virtually free. I mean, you know, the, we're a fraction of the cost of events like this. And the fact that you have the ability to gain knowledge from people that have hundreds and hundreds of years experience 
platinum plaques and huge success stories and they're they're actually winning today, not twenty years ago or five years ago, mm-hmm. but they're actually, you know, succeeding today. Um, most of these people you can never get on the phone, more or less pay them to sit down and teach you the business. So the fact that you can come to an event like this and have that amount of incredible deep knowledge and diversity of, you know, comprehensiveness of what it takes to, you know, really be competitive these days, to be a smart artist or entrepreneur or manager, producer, label, whatever you do, um, is invaluable. You, You really can't buy that anywhere else. And every year we have people that come to the conference that later tell me, that they're now doing business with hugely successful people in the industry and that without IES, they never would have met that person, never would have uh, had that person take their phone calls and, you know, more than likely never uh, have, you know, been able to enjoy the uh, opportunities and momentum and expertise and collaboration that they, they have now. Yeah, yeah. And and before we run out of time, I, I would love for you to give everyone the um, the website as well as the process too. how someone would um, actually sign up. Is it something you can do once you show up or do you pre-register for this? Well, how you, does it well, work for? No, we don't really do the walk up. It's on the website and it's real simple. Mm-hmm. And everybody gets the pens out. You know, of course, we do have a website that's IndieEntertainmentSummit.com. That's, that's kind of long. So what we've mm-hmm. done is created a, a streamlined version. And it is IES Fest. And that's short for festival. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. dot com. So okay, IES awesome. is obviously the Indie Entertainment Summit. And Fest is, is short for, you know, a festival, a conference, a convention. So IESFest.com is the easiest way to go on a website. It's got our phone number. It's got a link to the email. has testimonials. has... You know, you'll see bios and photos of, you know, many of the speakers that, you know, speak on our event. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's all right there and uh, easily accessible. And, again, our phone number is right on the website, our email. And so it's the easiest way to uh, connect with us. And, you know, we work on this 365 days a year. I'm already preparing for next year's event. Um, so, you know, to to be able to be the benefactor of, you know, uh, serious, serious veterans like us who put thousands of hours into this. Like I say, I consider it virtually free. Mm. I know some people have to travel a little ways to get here, but I'll put it this way. The caliber of the people that we have speaking and really expanding your knowledge, you could never pay them enough to come to your hometown. It would cost you way, way more thousands of dollars for them to leave their office for a day or two than to come here and have one after the other um, mega successful or, you know, experts in each field uh, be able to break down how they're succeeding in the industry, you know, who they're working with, the techniques that have proven successful for them, and, you know, have that kind of ability. There really are no shortcuts in the industry, but that's the closest thing to it, having access to the kind of knowledge that you, you really only you usually glean from being in the trenches and succeeding yourself. Wow. And, and that's probably the reason why you have top-notch artists also attending this event, not just on the speaking panel, but actually coming there to, to glean some of this knowledge that you're talking about. Yeah, it really is. You know, it's, uh, it's our, our, our goal and our passion to, you know, do great things and, 
you know, we just want to keep it growing. And, you know, uh, one day soon we'd love to open it up virtually where those that just for whatever reason can't physically get here, that they can uh, watch and attend and interact online. But, you know, there's, there's nothing better than that interaction of, you know, meeting somebody, looking them in the eye, showcasing them right there in front of the flash and all that. But, you know, we, we understand uh, people really need this knowledge. And there's a lot of people that, for whatever reason, you know, just can't get here or get the time off. So we would like to, uh, you know, open that up in the future. But until then, like I say, the, the best thing is to be physically here. Yeah. Well, Jay, look, thanks a lot. I really appreciate you taking time out to come and speak with us today. And I hope to, you know, connect with you again as well and definitely get ahead of the game next year and um, start talking about this way before the event. But um, I appreciate you taking time out and we've come to the end of our show and thank Maurice for me as well. I really appreciate you guys taking time out of your busy schedule to talk with me today. My pleasure. Always. I look forward to our next conversation and, to all the artists and entrepreneurs out there, strong, stay focused, feed your mind, and take advantage of these opportunities. Awesome. Okay, Jay, thank you very much. My pleasure. Thanks. Well, we've come to the end of another great show. Special thanks to our producer, Donna Hardiman, and the man with the plan, my man, Maurice. I'm Michael Fordham, and you've been listening to Turn It Up on blogtalkradio.com. But Before you go, here's a little something to take with you. Ask God for wisdom daily, but know that your lesson can come from anybody or any situation, good or bad, friend or foe. Watch your thoughts. They become words. And watch your words. They become actions. And watch your actions. They become habits. And watch your habits. They become your character. And watch your character. It becomes your destiny. Until we meet again, take care of what becomes of you. You're listening to Love Advice with Leanne. Caller, you're on the air. Uh, hi, Leanne. Long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> Why, in your professional opinion, do you never take my calls off the air? Is this Carl? Yep, it's Carl. I mean, we had a few dates. Everything was great, I thought. Uh... Well, you know... When you switch to GEICO, you could save a lot of money on car insurance. Okay, awesome. You should call them. I will. GEICO, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.